the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer Milk Wick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting on the porch here at Milberger's on a pretty afternoon and uh, we'd love to talk gardening with you. There's been a lot of activity here today. Uh, they are you talking said, about the butterflies? No, no, I'm talking about the people. Oh, but uh, the people are <laughs> not fl- the grackles. Or? The people are flittering from plant to plant too, like the butterflies. And painted bunting. Oh yeah, we now have a painted bunting sighting here. Yeah, they again. Claudette saw. Yeah, video. She made a video. Ooh, of it, right down in the parking lot. I hope lot she there. posts that on the uh, the Facebook page. That's pretty cool. Oh, it was in the parking lot. It was uh, down by by the the low area there, the little stream that's by the parking lot. So yeah, that's cool. It's been a it's been a while since I've seen one too. Uh, and then out here we've got the giant swallowtails, got black swallowtails. Yeah. Uh, let's see. When the, in the lantanas and the pentas seem to be the favorite. Of course, they're the ones in the sun too. They seem to be the favorites right now. I haven't seen the hummingbird yet. At 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You got um, a question earlier, and I know he, I don't think he disliked the answer, but I think he was sort of saddened by it. It was a magnolia question. Yeah, he had a lot of uh, damage that looked to me like uh, uh, if it was on a peach tree, it would be sun damage, and I think it was the. And I, I asked about this was a magnolia that was uh, like twenty five years old. So it was still yeah. still prospering, but had a lot of uh, wounds, and you know, running up and down like like the the burns, hmm. and uh, the best she can do. Uh, at least I, I suggested that he uh, just put just tolerate it, and and you could take at some point the vascular system damage there may make it hard for them to to get water to that part of the plant and then they'd he'd have to cut some of those branches out but until then uh just ma- maintain the maximum amount of leaves and and it was doing all right it just uh, the the bark looked uh like it was in tough shape and let's see then what we, oh rue we had somebody for rue and uh, <laughs> what is rue i know rue for, for a, cajun dishes and for creole dishes oh, you have a rue it's a herb uh, I saw it in, uh, I was watching uh, one of those uh, English murder mysteries on uh, oh. Oh. on NPR, uh-huh. Father Brown, and they 
they had used Rue as a, I think it was, yeah, Rue as a, uh, they mixed it in the, somebody's clothes so to make them uncomfortable. It oh, made a mix wow. and everything. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty ironic. That, uh, that would be, well, there's uh, there's Roger and uh, Claudette. <laughs> I've been looking, looking for the, we had some uh, good Oh, questions. they're looking for Rue? Well, then we, and then there was uh, <laughs> crepe myrtles. A uh, person was l- looking for a large crepe myrtle, uh, so we found a staff person to help her. Yeah, and rosemary. We had a rosemary question, too, from somebody. So uh, lots of activity here, folks, over. we uh, I don't know if the guy from Davies Trees will come by and visit with us or not. Hopefully he will, uh, and talk a little bit about what he talked about. He talked about soil and uh, its importance for trees and stuff. Uh, so, uh, and I know by the parking lot that it was well attended. I didn't walk down there, but the parking lot was full, uh, at least, uh, this morning. So I imagine that, uh, that he had a nice turnout, but our phone number here is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. If you've got a gardening question, let us help you and uh, see if we can't uh, answer that question for you and, uh, get you on your way. Um, my bush morning glory yeah. is now blooming. All right. Yeah, it took a while. I remember after I, <laughs> well, the, the one I kind of uh, uh, messed up is still, is still struggling. Yes, just this mm-hmm. one. Well, maybe I should be more specific because, yes, I know there's been a number of them. The bush morning glory that I messed up is growing back up. But the one that I didn't mess up, I have two, uh, is now blooming. It's pretty little uh, pinkish blooms, yeah. whitish pink. Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing well. It just, it so just, how did you mess it up? Oh, remember I was pulling weeds, and it had a little bitty green on it. Oh, And I okay. went, okay, pulling up weeds. Oh, this feels good. Ah, ha, 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 Well, oh, <laughs> shucks. Oh, you, you broke off the first shoot. Yeah. They come back. So. Yeah, they did. It came back almost the next week. I, com- I told you about it on the show. I told yeah. you guys. And by Wednesday, it was back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah they're, that- they're hard to mess up. That's why I was asking. Yeah. So uh, you, you can, uh, they take a lot of abuse. They're hard to find, though. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't even think, I don't think we sell them here. Bush oh, my goodness. Morgler. Okay. But it's well, awfully pretty. Yeah, we sell those at our... Our, uh, our GVS plant sales. Uh, yeah, uh, plant sales. Let's see what we do have on sale this week here at Millburgers. Speaking a lot of, of good that. stuff. Oh my goodness! Fall tomatoes, dollar ninety nine. The four they inch. They look good. Yeah, and we've had quite people a few buying them. We've had a lot of people buying them to, today too. Now here's uh, there's a great reason you should run over here now, now oh, for best man. selection, forty percent. On perennials in the one-gallon container. Wow. 40% off? Yep. So 418 for those that were regularly 699 That's a great deal. So that's the Pumbago and the Lantanas. Yeah. Dwarf and, uh, Mexican. Salvias. Is it, does it include our, uh, let's see, there's, uh, oh, I was looking for a porter weed. <laughs> oh, man, you are. I don't see any. It's got to be here. They keep moving around just to drive. We'll have straight. to check. <laughs> they might have. They might have sold out, Calvin. No, right here. Oh, 
Yeah, that frequently oh, happens. Yeah, <laughs> They're next to you. Um, okay, so yeah, as far as I can see, if it's in a one gallon and it's uh, it's in our section, it's four it's four eighteen. And the penta, yeah, the penta is yeah. really looking good. Um, here's one y'all haven't you've talked about uh, occasionally, and it's on sale, and that's Angelonia. Uh, Texas oh, yeah, Superstar and the four inch pot, ninety eight cents each. They got some beautiful ones out front. Okay, large pot. Oh, the large pots. Okay, these are the four yeah. inch pots, and they're full of bloom. And in my neighborhood, the deer don't eat them. They resemble miniature snapdragons, come in white, purple, and pink and lavender. Yeah, those and might be a good one for me to real get. Real nice they're, bedding plant. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that might be kind of neat for the bed. Wow, what did they get? That's a that's a perennial hibiscus, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's flare. Is it flare? I think that's flare. All right, let's see what else we have. Uh, we have potting soil on sale. The 40-pound bag for three eighty-eight. That's a great price, too. Uh, decorative concrete fountains uh, are uh, on sale while supplies last. Uh, inventory reduction sale. Really? Uh, what a coincidence. What a coincidence. What? Oh, did you write about? Uh, wrote, yeah, about water. water. Water park for winged. Oh. Water park for winged. 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 Birds, uh, birds, water words. for birds. Yeah, in other words, birds. And it's just, and it was also appropriate that the uh, uh, the bunting, painted bunting, that was exp- spotted over there in the down at the other end of the parking yeah. lot. But uh, yeah, they'll be you. They'll bring them in, uh, Jerry. I I don't remember when you and I did the little informal survey a couple of years ago, but. I'm getting to about 12, expect about 12 species. Oh, yeah. And uh, coming in, uh, we got, we've got we put a bird bass now in our back patio right right outside. Yeah. Did you and have a question? got a little recirculating uh, pump in there, and it Can just, it it just always full, and they're splashing everywhere. <laughs> it just seems like they uh, go, have a truce, too, kind of at the with the water. Yeah. So what are we happening near Milton? He has a question. Are you 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 should talk in the microphone, really? Oh, I'm sorry. He has a question, (laughs) but I'm not sure he. uh, Yeah, it's good. It's good advice. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Can we ask your question on the air? Yeah, I guess. Here you go. I'll give you the microphone. Here, you 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 take that. You'll be on the air. Tell us what you got there. What's going on? Okay. Well, I have uh, two trees in my backyard. Yeah, talk right in the microphone. There you go. Yeah. Okay, I have two trees on my back jar, and uh, they're tall and they're very, uh, you know, they got some fruit on it. They're fig trees, and one is, uh, but the problem I have is that the root, the top root, it looked like it don't went straight down. It looked like it went grow through the side, okay. and the tree the tree is balancing, and when the wind blows, it blows one side or the other. Yeah. And uh, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to see I can find, like, a stake it down because we don't want to destroy the tree because they bear fruit. It, is it a fig tree, you say? Is it one of them is a fig tree? One of them is a fig tree. Yes. Okay. Of course, they don't have a tapper. I mean, they, they do. The, the they, top root don't grow straight down. It just straight grows no, to the side. No, all figs are that way. They just grow out. Okay, but they only got one top root. On the head. Because that's what it's falling to the. Uh, if it always falls when the wind blows, it always falls. Yeah, well, it's just oh, got the to prevailing do wind. Prevailing wind. Well, can you just prop it up? How yes, big is I it? Yes, I did, but I'm trying to go. I get trying to get better bracers. 
to keep it, you know, more steady. Because I got, I got some ropes and stuff that did three-pointed ropes to, to uh, right there. So tell us what you're looking at, Calvin. I'm looking at looking at a fig with a, uh, well, about a six-inch trunk, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Pruned, kind of pruned up from the top, from the bottom. So a little, wow. Um, hmm. I don't. Uh, um, and so, so you, you, is it going one way or the other? You're saying. Yeah, well, it got, because it got one tap root. They no, just they, yeah, but they, no, yeah, but that's. Well, it just falls to the. Every time the wind blows, it's falling. Uh-huh. Either, which which way the wind blow? Well, can you can can you just can you just stake it, rope it, and stake it? Yeah, that's what I did. Uh huh. Yeah, but I want to see they sell something here where I can make it more steady. Well, how the, part of it, if you could uh, water over on that side. You get more roots. See, they don't have tap roots. They just send roots out. And so wherever they're going to get water, they'll send more roots out. Okay. Um, now, is there any reason why the uh, the roots, well, they got nice big figs, too. <laughs> so I was going to say, you know, any reason why the roots would be damaged, like nematodes or anything. But no. with those figs. It'd be, you want me to share that with Jerry? Yeah. All right, uh, passing you the fig. Yeah, phone. you might. If you can, I think I oh, would try. Yeah. I would do what you're doing, but I would try um, watering it on that side that's inclined to. Okay. And see if you can't stimulate some new root growth. I don't know, Jerry. What do you think? Is there any other solution? No, uh, I'm looking at this thing. Uh, there looks like there's two trees side by side. No, it's only one tree. It's a little that. Oh no, the other one is a. What it's, is a it? it's a loquat. I got the same issue. <laughs> yeah, it's they're side by side. Yes. And the the root, I imagine, going the other way, going the opposite way from where the loquat is, right? Uh, no, it's basically going the same way. Going the same way. Yes. Okay, I I just wonder. Uh, if that close proximity of those trees might shade one side of the fig mm-hmm. and uh, cause it to uh, fall over, like you're talking about. Yeah. But uh, I, I think just tie it up like you're doing. We'll. Uh, okay. We'll save it. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm looking for the metal one. See, I can find a metal one. Metal. Yeah, like metal a ring. I can put a put a ring around it and then put it. A three-point. Uh, oh, find, yeah. and they might have something here. Yeah, yeah. Find one of those rubber. You know, the, uh, they they got these uh, rubber uh, covering, and then you can put the the, the wire. The yeah, that so that so that you don't have the wire against the trunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> see, if, see if they don't have something like well, that. Well, okay. I guess I can do that with the water hose, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah that's a good idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that okay, works so great. you guys give me an idea. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, yeah, And if you're like if you're like me and have run, run over so many water hoses, that's what Yeah, I, that you've got. I've got <laughs> lots of pieces everywhere. So. Yeah, okay. Then Try just it. make a ring out of water hose. Uh, but water. then experiment with that watering on that side. 
see if you can get the feeder root growth that direction. Okay. Is any anything I can put down maybe to stimulate the roots to go that way? Just just the just, water. Just the water. nature. Yeah. Even the water may not work because it's kind of a. I don't know what's over there. Is it? Uh, it's it's, a, it's another uh, apple tree about eight feet from that tree. On that side. Uh, yeah. Well, there might be your competition right there. Yeah. See the uh, yeah the apple apple might be. For some reason, the roots have not developed as much Correct. over there. So that's what we're trying to do with the water, get them developed okay. more. You got a lot of fruit trees in the backyard, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, I got about 12. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love fruit. <laughs> and, yeah. But even even if you uh, don't get all that root growth you want over there, you're getting good production there. So, oh, yes. So even with the bracing, I would just put up with it. Okay. Do you, you know, said, do you know what fig that is? It's the green one. I got another one. It's a black, dark uh, yeah. purple. Uh, yeah, but that one's the that one stayed green. Okay. And the kind of sweet. Yeah, green yeah. issue maybe. Yeah. 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 I don't know why it is, but she bought the tree. Okay. I did the muscle <laughs> to plant it. <laughs> and now he's just trying to fix okay. it where, you know, we don't want to destroy it because he... Did you he, say you have apples too? Yeah, I got apples. I got uh, peaches, plums. Do you get apples on your? Yeah, we got we got apples. Okay. What kind of apples? Do you remember? Uh, which grannies. one? Grannies. Say. Grannies. Granny Smith. Grannies. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wow, they're late, so you manage to keep them on the mm-hmm. tree all this yeah, time. Yeah, all they do is comp- competing with the little flies, uh, fruit flies. They eat the. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you know any that's why when we recommend. Fruit. We quite often recommend the early varieties because in our climate, every extra day you have to keep it away from the insects and the heat mm-hmm. and the drought. Really yeah. makes a difference. That's why you like a, you like an early variety. But if you're you're, you're bringing off a granny, that's that's pretty exceptional. Yes. What do you do? You have any other kind that? How, how do you get it pollinated? Is it just? Uh, I got another uh, apple tree. But it's younger, but they. The pears and the uh, everything, they, everything they produce a flower gets the pollinated each other. Because sure. you don't have to be the same brand. Right. You right. just have to be. A f- yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. You've done well. You've done well. Cool. Thanks, yeah. guys. I'm glad you yeah. came on the air. That was great. Great okay. question. Cool. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210 210- 308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a 
water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to millburgernursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. That's millburgernursery.com. That's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's only two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Visit us at lifestylesunlimitedmap.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedmap.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. If something is free, it means it comes without cost, right? Not so when it comes to free speech in growing numbers of areas. Remember when it was said that free speech doesn't include crying fire in a crowded theater where there is no fire? We're way beyond that exception now. In Berkeley, California, the home of the free speech movement of the 1960s, the city council voted unanimously to eliminate gender references in its law books. No more he and she pronouns. This presumes male and female genders and the person may identify as something else and you might offend that person if you presume the way they look or dress demonstrates they're male or female. Here's how the New York Times reported the story. Manhole will be replaced with maintenance hole. Sisters and brothers will be replaced with siblings and he or she will be banished in favor of they even if referring to just one person. This is what happens with a culture that's too prosperous, too self-indulgent and too focused on perverted things instead of the God who made us male and female. Berkeley won't be the end of it. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Back to Millburgers Garden, Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Wick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and Rudy. I don't know your last name, Rudy. Pick, pick up, take up, uh, tell us. Your last name is? My na- last name is Radis, Rudy Radis, with the okay. Texas A&M Agalife Extension Office. Cool. And yeah, you, and you were going to talk to us. You got uh, some info there. We've been talking about that a little bit, but you're going to get more in detail about the Backyard Basics uh, oh, yeah, classes that are coming up. So for August one, 1st. Oh, my gosh. That's this Thursday, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it's soon. It's coming wow. up soon. And the spots are filling fast. Like, we have 150 spots. We're going to be well over that. So uh, I'm just here to spread that love. Well, I don't, bo- uh, you know, the speakers are brilliant. Yeah, have y'all upgraded the speaker? I mean, we have you, Dr. You Finch on there, yeah. so I mean, what upgrade can you get from that? So that's great. Yeah, wow, he's uh, good. <laughs> Chickens. Yeah, backyard chickens. We got planning 101. So this this event is designed really for anybody, whether you're a novice, you're an expert, but mainly if you're a beginner. If you want to come out here and ask the right questions to the right people, first and foremost, you're going to come out here and have a good time, uh, get some free goodies, which is always Where great. are you going to come, though? Not going to come out here. 
Oh, no, not out here. We're going to be at the San Antonio Garden Center. So it'll right. be right next door to the Botanical Gardens there. Uh, nice, beautiful venue that we'll have. We'll actually have an outdoor classroom. Uh, we'll have a large indoor. We'll have a little small one there. So there's going to be something going on that whole time. It'll be really, really fun. Um, so, yeah, again, August 1st, 2019, this Thursday, 8 a.m. to 12.30. So give or take, plus some time for questions. I mean, come out, get to learn everything that you have how, to know. And how do you register? So register, um, if the easiest way, honestly, if you want to just go on to Google like everyone's doing, put in uh, Backyard Basics 2019, you'll hit our, our Facebook page. You can register there. We also have our Bear County Master Gardeners on their page. Those links will pop up, and you can always register through their link. And then, of course, if you want to go to our Bear County AgriLife Extension page, um, you can always go through there as well. So many, many opportunities to go out there and just register and come out and have a great time. And, again, ask those questions to the right people. Learn a whole bunch. It'll be a great time. List some so of the topics. See. Yeah, we got, so it's oh, August yeah. 1st. From, it's this Thursday morning starting at 8, going until 1230. And what are some of the topics people so, will learn about? So many topics. So we have attracting butterflies and hummingbird, which is the topic that Dr. Finch will actually be covering. Oh. Backyard chickens. What time, what time does that start? Though? So that one right here, I actually have that. I bet he talks and about you know zinnias. What? Here's the thing. He is our opener. So oh, that man, is going to be going off on 8.49. You set the mood so and the tone. Is that 8.30? Uh, 8.40. 8.40. Yep. Okay. 8.40. So we'll have our intro and welcome, and then immediately kick it off with the bang with Dr. Finch and his talk. Now they Boom. Got, they've Boom. Got, oh, <laughs> man. Do they have snacks, coffee and snacks? And oh, yes. Refreshments will be provided, um, and also a little bit more of incentive. We're actually going to have Millburgers come out. And they actually will, in everyone's goodie bag, will get a 20% off coupon. Oh, very cool. So, which is really, really nice. Of course, we'll have some plants. Um, we'll have a few different things. Uh, since I'm an insider, I can tell you what's in those goodie bags. So, Ooh, I know what's that, we what's just that? received a, a donation, a generous donation from Fiesta. We'll have some spice packets for y'all. We'll also be getting some uh, some really cool souvenirs from, like, the Texas Farm Bureau. So, which is really, really cool. Um, I just want to give... Everyone who did donate, a uh, huge shout-out. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, especially Millbeggars, for, you know, lending us this 20% off coupon because that's a big deal. So that's really, really great. And I actually have it right here in my hands. So, so we know Calvin's going to start off the uh, presentation. Oh, yeah. Is he speaking at just one time or is he? Is he? So he will be speaking at one time, and then he'll also have time for questions. And then okay. after that, we're pretty much on schedule from then on so, we'll so what have, are some other topics um we also have like the benefits of bees bees are so important and we're going to actually have our bear county entomologist molly keck who's an oh, expert okay. she's been all over um and she's going to be speaking uh 10 40 to 11 15 i know you know i probably shouldn't be saying this you know boost Uh-oh. his ego a little but you know david rodriguez is going to be uh talking about growing fall tomatoes which you know he's extremely passionate about and also uh, again, boosting that ego. He's a expert in that, so yeah. he'll be there. Who taught him that, Jerry? Do you, you know anybody? Oh. Man, you know, now that I'm looking around, I kind of see. Yeah, I see. Uh, maybe, maybe where David. <laughs> when is David on? When is David? When is, da- when is David? Uh, he's going to be 11:15 to 11:45, so he's actually our closer. So. Uh, okay. Yes, he'll be he'll be doing our closing, and then also the closing remarks on that event. So that'll be nice and fun. Um, but, like, we also have other topics. Like, for, for example, we'll also have kind of like uh, controlling, you know, diabetes through healthier food choices <laughs> because that all ties in together. But they can choose. You, you, yeah, you choose for three, three are scheduled at a time. Yep. And two different, yeah. Okay. Yep. So we'll have we'll have you know an event going on in the big in the big um, in the big room, small room, and then we'll have something that's going on outdoor. Um, 
we also will have you know homemade jam so Ooh. they're actually going to be teaching you how to uh, make a chipotle jam which is going to be really really nice so none of david's uh li- liquor classes or no beer or no, no beer so uh, the wine hops, class no, no, no. Well, you, you can make mead out of the uh the honey maybe yeah hey, man. there you go and then the backyard this is a, a real popular topic and more and more the the um poultry the raising of uh, chickens and stuff Absolutely. That's going to be a class at, looks like, uh, 10.05? Yep, 10.05. So we're actually going to have like a little bit of break there, and then as soon as we're done from that break, uh, Kim Roach is actually going to come out, and then from 10.05 to 10.35, he's going to be talking about raising backyard poultry, So, which is a really, really, like you said, a trending topic right Absolutely. now, especially you know an urban city like this. You know, It's kind of making its... Uh, uh, it's on the increase right now, so it's great. Come out and ask questions and learn how to do that. I've got two. In my neighborhood, we've got two. We've uh, We've had two to four chicken raisers all there along. Are. Yeah, we still yeah, got, we got a couple two. in our neighborhood too. Yeah. It's, it really is growing. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the presenter on that foul then? Kim Rocha. Yes. <laughs> on so, <the> chicken. <laughs> yep. So he'll be that out went over that. his head. And he's uh, with the San Antonio Food Policy Council, so I oh, think okay. he'll be out there, um, which is great. Yeah. He'll, of course, you know all these speakers are going to be wonderful. So he'll cover the cover the rules. Yeah, because the there rules, are there are some some rules on growing chickens. Yep. Do you expect them to use a fa- lot of foul language? Um, I that's don't. a joke. That's another joke. Yeah, we're uh, uh, over my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these sometimes they go over. Yeah, place, yeah. <laughs> we, it's a joke. We didn't say it was funny. No, but, no, no. Uh, but it clearly was a no, joke. It was pretty good though. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so we got now. So if folks want more information on all the different topics, where to register, things like that, where do they go? Absolutely. Like I said, go ahead and Google that Backyard Expo 2019. That'll be the fastest and easiest way. It'll be the first links that pop up there. Um, Our Facebook page will pop up. The Bear County Master Gardener page will pop up. And also our Extension page will pop up. So... um, I don't want to bore y'all with the HTTP slash. No, that's okay. So so Backyard Basics. Backyard Basics. Okay. Expo. Expo 2019. All right. And I'll I'll send the link to Al back at the station, too. But that's pretty easy to. Yeah, super easy to get to. I mean, we have all those links there. And then just go ahead and register. Like I said, space is limited. So go ahead and get on that as soon as you can. Um, And so a lot of people ask me, well, hey, there's three, you know, classes going on. Like, how come bring a friend? So that way you can always ask them, hey, what notes did you take? Or, hey, did you record a little bit of this? So that oh. way you can, you know, have a little bit of both worlds. So Yeah, I have to make a, you have to make some choices. So, exactly. hey, they, they can, when they're doing their exploring, too, they can also check out uh, the Master Gardener training. Yep. That's going to be this fall. Yep. And uh, also the, uh, the youth gardening. Yep, youth gardening is coming up, so um, I believe registration is open for that. Um, and I don't have all the details with me at the moment. However, all of that stuff is coming up, of course, right now, guys. It's the time to register for that stuff. Uh, as you know, our fall gardening is pretty much almost in full swing, so get on it and let's get going. Have, so, you, have you said how much it costs? So this cost is $20, and what that includes... That per actually, person. Per person. So yeah, bring a friend. Um, and what that goes into is our multidisciplinary account. So what we do is we actually take that, and so that way we can present over a broad range of topics just like this. So what do they get beside the classes? Is there a little snacks or? Absolutely. So refreshments again will be uh, provided, and also that goodie bag, that twenty percent, the Fiesta. We yep. have a bunch. Oh, of and the yeah, you'll get your twenty dollars back. Oh yeah, no, easy. Like you will definitely get your twenty dollars back. Oh yeah, easy. Um, and then of course, um, I believe the tomato. We'll have some tomatoes there as oh, well to wow. give out. So. Um, I'll have to check on that, but 
from what I So you're going to be know. competing with our, our, our sponsor here by, no. by selling tomatoes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you know, a little competition doesn't uh, hurt anyone. <laughs> okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, man, we may have to rescind that 20%. <laughs> no, no. Don't that'll listen to that'll make the tomato syrup Milburgers more competitive than... There you go. Uh, plus the... Plus, the, uh, all of the varieties are here at Milburgers. Right, there you go. Y'all don't pay Calvin much, do you? Pay I mean, him a speaker's fee? It's all, you, it's all he can Again. eat. It's all, it's, all right. it's all he can eat. All Calvin yeah, gets his the speaker's fee is all he can eat at the... Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, I just went there. All the topics are listed. If you uh, Google, that was a good idea, Rudy. Google, uh, let's see, what are that? Backyard Basics Expo 2019, and they'll take you... The first link up there is the AgriLife Extension link. All the topics are on there. The registration information, including price, uh, uh, one uh, CEU per hour of presentation, which is uh, most of, I don't know if our listeners need that or not. Uh, cost is $20, starts at 8 registration starts at 8 uh, but yeah, you need to register before it. And um, goes till twelve thirty. Rudy, thank you so much, man. Hey, no problem. Thank you so much for having me out. It was Good a job. really, really fun topic. So, uh, and yeah, I look forward to seeing a bunch of people out there. I'll be out there. So, yeah, you know, yeah. use that foul language joke yeah, at yeah. the event. Okay, I'm gonna remember it. And I'll <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. All right, see, see if anyone laughs. All right, so, all right. So, <laughs> how, how did you how did you get roped into this? You did a great job, but tell us how you got roped into this by David. How do you? All right. So David has actually helped uh, me with a little bit of youth gardens that we're trying to do out in the uh, low-income communities that don't necessarily have the resources to do that. Okay. So he's been a great mentor trying to help uh, me and my team kind of go out there and do that. And so he was like, hey, you know what? There's this radio talk. How about you go do that and advertise for me real quick? And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. So all right, cool. Well, it was t- a great, great. So well, talk uh, about your project for a second. So what do you all do and who so are you? Basically, I'm, uh, again, with the 4-H. Okay. I'm the youth outreach educator there. So what I do is I go out into the community and basically teach a bunch of classes on 4-H, leadership development, um, wildlife, and then also like our Take a Stand bullying program, which is an anti-bullying program that we use mm. here at A&M. So great programs. And we try to go out into those Title I schools low-income communities so that way they can get kind of what 4-H is getting um, on the other side. So 4-H is huge, So, and it's growing here in Bear County. I also work with the military bases, making sure that, you know, they're getting everything up to date because um, as they enter their um, – if they go into a military base and they're in the youth programs there, they're automatically enrolled in 4-H free of charge. So that's oh, really, wow. really nice. So we go out there and make sure that they have programming, um, try to do it all year long. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I have a really, really great time getting to travel and getting to meet a whole bunch have of you, Have you met some of the old 4-H agents? Uh, Karen Guz, have you met her? I have not. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's now the San Antonio Water System Conservation Director. Oh, really? But she was 4-H there, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Years ago. Yeah. Were, were you still there when she was there, Jerry? Who, me? Karen, yeah. Did you, Karen, did you yeah. retire? Yeah, okay. Rudy, thanks a bunch, man. Hey, no great problem. Job. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Where All are right. you from? I'm from Austin, Texas. Oh, <laughs> uh, but don't you say went it, to A&M, say it. Huh? Well, I actually went to UTSA. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. We would have never let him speak on the radio. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he held that back. I was going to say, I held it back until the end because I knew if I led with that, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be able to spread this message. Exactly. So. You're, you're, you're welcome no, here. Milton has got a University yeah, of I Texas, went to UT. Austin yeah, degree. So, there you go. Oh, man. So, we're no, okay. you know so, you know, we, so we, can we put up with it. Yeah, exactly. We can work in harmony. We can all so get along. 
Right, no, we didn't say that. Oh, we <laughs> put up with you. Okay, yeah. just uh, harmony, but uh, disgruntled. Rudy, thanks a lot, man. Hey, Great no job. Problem. Thank you so much. Do you want to leave this with us in yeah, case absolutely. we? Cool, perfect. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to go to Sharon in just a second. You're okay. Uh, but uh, we want to talk to you about Spider-Man termite and pest control. If it's bugging you, if those little critters are running around your house, and uh, we got a thing from uh, Dennis uh, talking about the diseases that roaches carry. Yeah, uh, we'll have to get to that. But uh, <laughs> they there's plenty of nasty uh, nastiness that roaches carry. Give Spider-Man uh, termite and pest control a call. Help them get rid of those. Or fleas or all the little bugs, that, uh, scorpions, spiders, ants that are... Uh, uh, affecting you and termites too. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. They've been doing this uh, for a long, long time. They're considered the experts in San Antonio. In fact, uh, they help other pest control companies solve their problems too. Warren Remy, Spider Man, Spider Man Termite and Pest Control, or find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Sharon is on the line. Been waiting a while. Sharon, how can we help you? Welcome to the show. When do we harvest sweet potatoes? Uh, generally, here in in San Antonio, if you planted them in, say, April or May, did you? Uh, they planted themselves. Okay. They're volunteers. Okay. And and they're regular eating sweet potatoes, not the yeah, ornamental, I had, right? They just come up. They, some got left in the ground, and uh, yeah. I just transplanted them around uh, generally uh, you get them uh, I'll say s- October oh not until October okay yeah and uh, the they're a root so you want it and you might before then dig around uh, where they where they are and see if that root has gotten to be sweet potato size. Okay. In other, in other words, here, a lot of times, especially when you plant them in April or May, they uh, they get too big and they get uh, fibery. They uh-huh. have fibers in them when you cook them. So she can, if they're big enough for her to use, she should go ahead and use some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even right. if it's so before So otherwise, October. go ahead and start seeing what's down there. Dig. You got a yeah, shovel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sharon, I was I've I've told this story but uh we're uh oh in New Guinea when I was bird watching in New Guinea they they were planting sweet potatoes in the swamps basically. Yeah. They've dug up the soil, made these hills. Yeah. And they planted them on the top of the the hills. It was amazing. So if they when they had to harvest they had to walk through the swamp and yeah, so, they had to keep them out of the water too. Yeah. They don't like water. Yeah, but that's an amazing crop, uh, um, very nutritious and relative. Yeah, if absolutely. you if you got the if you got the skill and the weather for it, they're uh, a great crop. Easy, relatively easy to grow. Yeah, that that's our problem here. Uh, that and the sweet potato weevils. Uh, our problem here is they've got too long a growing season. So they they uh, the root, which is the sweet potato, uh, gets too big and gets that uh, corky and, yeah. and fibrous material. Okay. So uh, you you want to harvest them 
when they're about the size of uh, the ones in the grocery store. Right. Okay. Let us know, Sharon, how it goes. Okay. Well, they're in they're in containers. Oh, so, okay, but, good. But they've I've had them grow outside the holes of the containers in the past, and in right. the so, uh, and and they're in some of them are in garbage cans that I had to, taken up uh-huh. some soil, and so I just filled the soil was sitting there, and I just moved the sweet potatoes around. There so, you go. Uh, they they should they should be all right. Uh, some so of the prettiest, some of okay. the prettiest uh, sweet potatoes I've ever grown were in containers. Yeah, but not garbage cans. Well, well, some of us, barrel. some of us whiskey empty some, Sharon, some of us empty can. those garbage cans. <laughs> well, after thanks, Sharon. I, these are leaking garbage cans, so they're fine. Okay, okay. good, good deal. Yeah. Bye, bye, Sharon. Bye, Sharon. You take care. Thanks for calling. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. How about time? What's the number? 210-308-8867. Exactly. Yeah, way to go, man. Look at Calvin go. I know. I wish I could just remember that. Uh, <laughs> you do pretty so well. That 20, was 22 years. Uh. <laughs> Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to millburgernursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. It's millburgernursery.com. That's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 1-800-462-3333. That's 1-800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. We're surrounded by noise. Order today. Bombarded by information. Messages struggling to get attention. So many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that. 
but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Milburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Give us a call. It's a nice day here at the nursery, and... Uh, Nice Rita. breeze blowing. Yeah. Dry, and the humidity is not so yeah, high. Yeah, the humidity doesn't feel too high. Uh, so, yeah, it's really pleasant here on the porch. Uh, hey, hey, I'm looking over there at those ornamental peppers. Yeah, are I saw they, those, too. Are they, for, are they on sale, too? They are for sale. I do not believe they are on sale. Yeah, because if you're looking for something in a container on your patio in full sun, uh, you can't, can't beat peppers. They're attractive and productive and easy to grow. Last through the fall. And and they are edible too. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a good plant. Uh, I was looking at the uh, your bird article, mm-hmm. and they got a picture in there. They got a picture first of a of a blue jay washing himself, but then they have a bird bath in some flowers, and the the caption reads. Bird baths will have to be rinsed out and refilled at least once a day. Why do you you don't have to do yours more than once a day? No. Uh-uh. Oh gosh, yeah, I do once a day. Once a day. Do you? Yeah. If you got if you've got bird action, how many? How often? Every other day. Yeah. Well, oh. it usually dries out. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, mine that, mine that, dries out. Yeah, that counts too. Yeah. Because if you've got bird, you've got the evaporation. 
and you got birds splashing. That's true. The water doesn't last long. Yeah. Especially the darn the starlings are such good are splashers, and of course the white winged dove. All they got to do is take <laughs> one big splash. And, They've emptied the bird bath. But we were uh, talked a little earlier in the show. We mentioned then that. Uh, you probably can count on uh, your neighborhood is typical San Antonio neighborhood with quite a few trees. You get at least eight species. I mean, if you just watch, it's easy to count eight different species. And you probably, if you get one of those uh, recirculating pumps, uh, I, I describe a couple of them in there. There's uh, right. there's lots of them that are sun solar solar driven on. Uh, I should have checked here at Milberger's to see what we've got, but uh, oh, um, the uh, what's the what's what's the one in the mail the web the mail when you you uh, order things through the Amazon 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 has got like seven or eight different uh, solar uh, pumps, and then you can get a plug-ins, and you can get some just to connect your a drip to your hose. If you got one of those. It's just like the uh, that little running stream that uh, where the uh, bunting, painted bunting, was t- pit- they took a picture of. You can expect to get all kinds of different species. Yeah, some and, you didn't see before you put in the bird bath. Yeah, yeah, and that, that they come that, out of the woodwork. Yeah, <laughs> and they, a lot of them are are in your uh, landscape or moving through. Yeah, but if you got that moving water. They can't hardly resist, and they stop. But so you could be kind of lucky like Jerry and, ha- and not have to do it every every single day. Yeah. Now well, it's, they, they attract hummingbirds, too. That's right. Yeah, the, the hummingbirds are pretty regular. Um, I saw an advertisement for uh, oh, one of the one pest control company on, on, mosqui- on mosquito control, and they were... They mentioned uh, don't leave any setting water, and they'd pour pouring the water out of bird baths. Oh, there. Yeah, and I wanted to say, <laughs> you know, that bird bath uh, between evaporation and the birds, you're not, you don't have any setting water. Yeah. So to be to be a a place for mosquitoes to lay their eggs, basically the water's got to be there longer than a day, and also it's got to be stagnant. Yeah, and, uh, if you're uh, if you're uh, refilling, rinsing, refilling every day, or even every other day, you're not going to have that no problem. My, I've never had a mosquito on my bird bath. It, yeah. I guess it dries out too fast. Now, uh, my rainwater catchment yeah uh, has been a great mosquito producer, <laughs> <laughs> but that you know that that you can deal with too, uh, just between. Uh, Oh, a little bit of little bit of bleach, or yeah, uh, and some of the barrels they just put one of the rings, the BT rings, in them. So, uh, Kevin also mentioned in, in next to his article in this week in the garden, he actually lists the uh, best of the fall tomatoes, uh, which Melberger has, of course, at least a sample of them. Uh, Eighty-eight forty-nine. That was last year's uh, rodeo. Rodeo tomato. This well, 
2019, yeah. And uh, 1823, HM 1823. I think that was the year before last. Yeah. And uh, Tycoon, of course. Ruby Crush, which has never been a rodeo tomato, but uh, we've tried it here at Milburg, and a lot of people like it. Including selling, including Jerry and I. Yeah, it's got got a great taste. It's sweet, sweet. Yeah. It's sweeter than uh, nine sixty eight. Yeah, you want uh, if you want, in my opinion, you want the top tasting uh, two tomatoes that we can grow here easily. Um, Ruby Crush and BHN nine sixty eight. That pair will will do the job. Yeah. You you list BHN three sixty eight three instead of three fifty eight yeah it says, uh, it says three sixty eight huh well that must be the editor typo. It can't be me and yeah. it can't be you yeah. it's a typo but Red Deuce uh, which uh, Miss Nethery up in uh, Junction says it's the best tomato we've ever put on the market and of course celebrity. So uh, that gives you just a taste of uh, of what we got out here at Millburgers. And the neat thing about uh, the ones that are out here at Millburgers is either they've sold out or they've gotten rid of those extremely tall tomatoes, overgrown tomatoes. And uh, these tomatoes are perfect yeah. uh, that they've got on, on sale now. And we're going, you'll have a little period if, as long as there's heat. Uh, continues. You'll have a period where they're concentrated on putting down roots, and so that's why it's better if they're they're at that that reasonable size. Jerry's talking about. And then the neat another good characteristic is that four and a half inch or one quart root uh, root area that gives them a capability of making it through the day when it's a day when it's a hundred <laughs> degrees. Then. There you go. And. Uh, I think I think uh, Trace and I've been talking that uh, they only sell these hybrids in uh, four and a half inch to, uh, uh, pots, yeah. so they are easier to establish in uh, in the hot weather. So uh, now's the time to get your tomatoes in. And uh, Calvin talks about harvesting okra. When it is tender before the pods become large, you'll notice with your okra, uh, the hotter it gets into the summer, the the uh, smaller the okra will become. Will will be before it gets hard. In other words, you you don't harvest. Uh, However, I say that uh, the uh, Oscar okra, uh, it seems like the later ones are are just as tall, just as big, long as the early ones. Mm -hmm. But they get they get tougher quicker. So um, you you say harvest. require the harvest every two days if you get behind cut the uh, harvest the large tough pods and discard them in the compost pile 
to make room for production of new pods. In other words, when those those pods get hard and tough, unless you're saving seed, uh, they'll shut that plant down. Uh, it'll quit if you leave those pods on there. Uh, it'll it'll shut the plant down from producing new young pods, tender pods. So you always want to take the old pods off until the point that you're ready to save some seed. And I'm I'm hearing uh, vi- vibrations out there. People that don't like okra sounds like a good plan to me. Uh. <laughs> Just let those things shut down. You know. Well, that does, that works. Uh. Then Calvin had to mention zinnias. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Betty mentioned zinnias at the backyard basic thing, too. <laughs> you have choices on your zinnias and cosmos. Harvest the bloom for cut flower bouquets. Let some mature seed attract and attract birds. And allow some seeds to drop in the garden bed where they will quickly germinate and produce a new crop. Uh, when they, if they decide to let them drop in the garden bed, uh, should they remove the old st- stalks? Yeah, it works better. You'll get some that that find a way to come up no matter what. But yeah. sometimes what I would do, I will pick a, the row that's like the old yeah, oldest row, oldest row yeah. or if I got used uh, uh, Dreamland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're the small ones, and I planted them early, and so they're kind of spent. So then I'll pull them up, so it leaves a space in there. And if you're if you're irrigating, like if you got drip irrigation, those zinnia seeds find those spots. And oh yeah, there'll be another. It crop disturbs up. the soil, and they can yeah get into the soil. So yeah, so any little you, any little trick works. Uh, some of them will find their way, but of course, if you got three-foot California giants in there, so you're less likely to have uh, new new seedlings come up in the under, yeah. in the shade of those. And you mentioned that there are many hot-weather-blooming shrubs that are in full bloom now and can be planted now, like, like the ones that, the, that are on sale out here, uh, without disturbing the bloom. And he mentioned Duranta, Esperanza, Prada Barbados, Trialis. We've got some beautiful Trialis out there. Fire, I don't know, Firebush. Firebush, Cape Honeysuckle, and Mexican Honeysuckle. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We'll be right back after we get you caught up with the news. And you're listening to 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Uh, give us a call and be a part of today's show. Uh, lots of folks, we have about 30 people, it sounds like, that came out and were a part of the 
uh, Davies Trees presentation, and uh, they're packing that up now. So uh, if you want to know what's happening at Millburgers, it's pretty easy. You go to millburgernursery.com, and you'll find out all the information, including what's on sale or... Uh, what event is coming up, whether it's for adults or for children, or when the next blood drive is coming up, which is coming up at the end of August, I believe. I'm going to double-check on that. But that's coming up pretty soon, too. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. It's millburgernursery.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Did you finish Calvin's article? on? Yeah, about? Okay. I did, about the bird baths. It's a good article, good pictures. Uh, so and it's, not, it's a easy way to really bring in the birds for observation, and uh, has a major impact. Most of us don't feed birds during the summertime, right. but but this is an alternative that uh, really benefits the birds. And it's drying up. Uh, I was looking at my grass today, and it's drying up. Yeah. So uh, I don't water so. I guess the horse herb's gone too, Milk. The what? The horse herb. Oh. It doesn't like dry weather. It'll be back if it rains. It'll yes. be back. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I was pretty kind of worried about it. <laughs> uh, Millions of people are going or listening to the show like uh, Evelyn and going, ooh. This hmm. <laughs> horse herb is dying. What did he do right? No. Uh, there, there's a golf fritillary there, that butterfly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Neil Sperry had a <laughs> had a good right, a uh, good mention on about mealybugs. Uh, I I shared yeah, a bit uh, Neil's uh, opinion of mealybugs, which he thinks are horrible. But you do not share his technique. I can't see you out there with a uh, little uh, dabber, putting, uh, touching the each yeah. mealybug with what are they called? The uh, uh, an oil, some type of oil. Yeah. Uh, he says uh, my bro- my daughter brought home a greenhouse plants from her high school horticulture class three years ago. They had mealybugs. They should have been thrown away rather than put in his plants. And since I've had, and since then, I've had ongoing battle with my outdoor plants. (laughs) From potted plants to shrubs. And they love hibiscus. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I try to use organic control, but they haven't worked. There you go. Uh, I'll give him an organic control that'll work. Uh, Mealybug, and uh, Neil answers, mealybugs are some of the most difficult insects to eliminate, especially if they have a head start. Uh, He said he uses cotton swabs dipped in rubbing alcohol to wipe off the majority of the mealybugs on my houseplant. No. <laughs> I just you, you, you don't got that have patience. any patience. Yeah. No, no. And uh, we, we've sprayed them with almost everything you can think of and not, not controlled them. In other words, they come right back, mainly because they're 
They got a covering uh, on them uh, that uh, they're hidden in every nook they, and cranny. And they're hidden in all the all the uh, all the uh, like you say on in the axles of the leaves and things like that. Uh, what we've done at, to get rid of them at the greenhouse is whatever plant they're on, we cut the contamination off. In other words. So they got and, a, and it may be defoliating the whole plant. You got a lot of a lot of containers there with just stubs. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they uh but that to get rid of just get rid of those leaves that they're on and throw them away. And uh we were doing that several times, but they kept coming back. So uh Paul Cossop over at uh, Peace and Brothers Nursery said you have to get rid of the container that they're growing in, too, because the mealybugs have generations of, of young on the bottom of those containers. And sure enough, we looked on the bottom of the containers, <laughs> so uh, there were the mealybugs. That's why they were reinfesting our plant from. And so uh, we got to t- taking the leaves off, where they were contaminated, and then uh, repotting them, putting putting them then in a clean pot with no mealybugs, and uh, and put and turning the mealybug contaminated pots upside down out in the sun. So that's totally organic, huh. and that's that's about the only way we've been able to control them. Now you didn't you didn't have to change the soil or anything. No, no. Just pull them out. Yeah, pull them out. They're on the container. Intact, yeah. They're on the container, and uh, that worked. Uh, and if you if you watch your plants real close, uh, ours seem to flare up in the fall, especially on our hibiscus that we're growing. Uh, but if you watch them real close in the fall, you can cut those branches off that have a heavy infestation of mealybug. Uh, I don't, uh, they, they were talking about uh, uh, for serious outbreaks, Neil says, I use, I have to use a systemic insecticide to rid my plants of this plant, of these pests. I've been lucky. We, we've We've not had good luck with yeah. uh, systemic insecticide. I've been lucky in that I haven't been infected by. Oh yeah, yeah. that's an important way to not not infect your plant. I get you know I can occasionally get uh, aphids, but uh, of course aphids are relatively easy to control. Yeah, we had a hell of a time of uh, them on uh, Mr. Moy's citrus. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and you said when we had it. We were growing some uh, uh, plants over there of, of that citrus, and uh, we just had hell getting them off there. We we stripped the leaves down two or three times. That's before we knew about the bottom of the pot. But uh, they're they're, as Neil says, they're horrible. That's what Neil says. Commonly, you'll need more than one treatment. Young mealybugs usually hide beneath the larger ones. 
that you, so you can't get good penetration of uh, the insecticide. And Neil also gives a good tip on um, uh, amaryllis bulbs. You know, we do you still have your amaryllis bulbs? Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not doing anything, but they're just they just have the green leaves. They got the green leaves yeah. coming up. Okay, here's what you do, Milton. Okay. If you want it to bloom again this this year. All right. Uh, the question was, how should I care for amaryllis bulbs so they will bloom again next this year? Uh, Tump them over. Yeah, he says if you if you're talking about the Christmas amaryllis, let them keep growing until the middle of August. All right, that's coming up, isn't it? Uh, it's funny lay, how every year this time it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then lay the pots on their sides. You can do this, Milton. All right. And let the plants dry up completely. You've done that before. Well, I do that with without plants. even, yeah. Uh, <laughs> repot them into fresh potting soil and start watering them again. After the, after, let's see, he, he, he doesn't say how long he lets them dry out. That's if we're going to the middle of August, lay the pots on their side, then plant, let the plants dry up completely. That they they're they're from uh, South Africa, I think, and they are the desert, and their that dryness is their dormancy period. Oh, okay. So well, uh, it sets the bloom, sets the bud. Wonder if October first is too too late to start them again. I guess so. That'd be about right. Hang on, Richard. They should. They should come. They should come back and flower between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. Well, I think Kevin said. I, th- I think we you need to let right. them dry out until about first of October. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Richard is on the line. Hey there, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, this is Richard from the Cactus Club. Hey, Richard from the Cactus Club. Well, you know, uh, if you got cactus and succulents, you got mealy bugs. Yeah, <laughs> like you guys, <laughs> they, they're going to get on them, you know. And uh, yep. it gets hard to, hard to battle with them, but what I I use pump-up sprayer, rubbing alcohol, palm olive soap, and just spray them down, kill them that way, and then hose them all off. And then, like you were saying, them with them on in the bottom of, of the pots, right. I always spray the, spray the bottoms and spray in the drainage holes. Because that's right. where they're hanging. That's where they're hanging out. Yeah, mm. and <laughs> and a lot of times, which doesn't seem to hurt the plant, I will take that mixture and drench the entire soil and plant with that till it's running out the bottom, and then and then water it through with clean water. And what your your mixture is rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol, palm olive soap, and water. Okay. So, so just small small amounts of, uh, I mean, like one tablespoon per gallon of. No, he's like, talking about I'll, the pure like stuff. In a, in, 
in a gallon pump-up sprayer, I might put about a, ha- a half a pint of alcohol and fill it up with water and then give it a real good squirt, a couple of good squirts of palm olive. Okay, yeah. So that's not, half a pint's not too bad. Three ounces. Something yeah. Something like that. Okay. And just... Oh, so you don't there. you don't use it straight, huh? You no, that's that's quite a uh, uh, shower shower <laughs> shower and rinse for the cactus yep. plant. Yep, and they that seems to wipe them out for a while. Okay, there. So, that's good news. Is is no, is, is Claude is Claude still around? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yep. I saw him the other day, actually. Okay. Next time you see him, tell him I, I said I was asking if he was still alive or not. <laughs> yeah, still alive and mean and kicking. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for the info. But he's not out All digging right. cactus, is he? Uh, I think he's still doing that. Oh no. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's too old to be doing that. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you guys, you guys have a good day. Okay, thank you for calling in. That's a good tip. Thanks, sir. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I wonder if that would harm regular plants. No, no, where did would harm cactus? Some of them. Yeah, some, some of them I would hurt. You definitely want to do it when it's cool in the afternoon. Yeah, cactus are not quick absorbers. No, so, uh-uh. so I guess that would just be a surface treatment in, in terms of that. All right. But anyway, that's a good tip for those cactus growers. There you go. They know their stuff. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is, Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to millburgernursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see a events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. It's MillburgerNursery.com. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. 
This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. With economic commentator Steve Moore out of the running for Fed, President Trump has turned to another option, announcing his intent to appoint economist Judy Shelton. Dr. Shelton is a superb choice. Years ago, Shelton was one of the very few analysts to predict the fall of the Soviet Union long before it happened. Her conservative commitments are rock solid, having directed the Sound Money Project at the Atlas Foundation. Just last year, she was successful in getting Senate confirmation as the U.S. Director of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. So she's already been thoroughly vetted and would likely prevail in the confirmation process. The stakes for the global economy have never been higher. We need a new voice at the Fed who can be a solid vote for the protection of monetary stability and who can handle herself at the table with the big boys. Judy Shelton will do well. She should be confirmed. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Many streets in Northwest San Antonio are named for pioneer German settlers like Hausman, Eckert, and Evers. And another road honors a farming family whose name we may have been saying wrong for a long time. Another San Antonio story after this. At Countywide Service Company, our technicians are ready to evaluate your system and ductwork, making sure you're ready for the Texas heat. Partnership with American Standard allows very affordable options for your needs. American Standard a trusted brand and countywide service company. Not the biggest in Bear County. We are the best for over 50 years. Call 210-732-9772. License number TACLA 280 Tezel Road is named after William and Herman's farming family who arrived in the 1870s. Today, we say Tezel. In German, the Z is pronounced with a T, as you'd say Mozart. Next time you give directions, consider saying Tetzel. I'm Sonny Malone. Andres. I need a vacation, 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 yeah. I need a vacation, vacation, vacation. There's nothing you can do. Does it matter where I go? Just as long as it's away from you. No more stupid fights. Don't help me no more searching through my phone. Hey, welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, like South Texas. Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. Uh, we're live here, uh, and uh, you can also call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Maggie has called out, and you got uh, Calvin's going to, I think, help you on this one, Maggie. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Maggie? Welcome to the show. Uh, I have some zinnias that are four to six inches high. They haven't bloomed yet. I planted them from seed. They are in a wheelbarrow, so they're not 
on the ground, but they're in dirt. And I've got some holes, which you might think would be a caterpillar hole, especially in the larger seedlings, um, kind of at the top. And then a couple of the, you know, where the leaves get little in the middle, and, you know, that's going to be a bloom next. Some of those areas are a little shriveled up in about three of my seedlings. Is that a caterpillar? Should I spray them with BT? How long have they been? How long have they been in the wheelbarrow? Um, I don't know. Probably a month, maybe. I'm just worried about. It's usually they grow pretty fast, and and you, they grow right through uh, insects. Uh, especially and well, in, in and a conti- in here looking at them now, and then I'm seeing this little fly-like uh, bug flying around right now. We're, we're sitting here in full sun. It's kind of kind of an orange little, looks copper in the sun. It's real little, but it's got wings like a fly. I've just noticed it today. I have never huh. noticed it in the morning. I'm usually not out here at this time of day. It's usually morning or evening. Now, is this, is this uh, so, soil, does it drain? Yeah, it's a wheelbarrow with drilled holes in it. It's lined with uh, some wire at the bottom and some mesh. I use them every year to plant either flowers or something. I did lettuce uh-huh. in them because it's easier yeah. than to bend down in the ground. Yeah, if I w- w- what have you got? Have you got any kind of uh, a uh, insecticide? I have spinosad. Spinosad will do it. A BT. Okay, spinosad. Yeah, yeah. I would. You, I'd. You, I'd rather. I think you, I would use the spinosad if I were you. Uh, the BT on those tiny little uh, uh, zinnias are uh, just. You, they can chew a lot before the <laughs> BT before stops them. Before they ingest it enough, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 then and you're right. They might. They could be beetles too. There's a lot of beetle okay. action out there. That, so I would just just give them a good. Uh, Spray, and and you fertilized them, right? Yes. Yeah, to make sure they got uh, you know like a soluble. That, that, that'd be a good uh, place when to I use. When I mix the soil, it's a mix of potting mix and uh, a mulch, uh, compo- compost mulch, and it. I think it had uh, peat moss in it. Um, so it's fresh soil, and. Um, what about what about what about fertilizer? That's that's a wonderful tip. I use the granular um, lawn fertilizer, whatever comes in the bag there. What is it? There's, okay. there's just a balanced lawn fertilizer. Okay, good. All right, yeah. Try. I, would I may have just also used... put some awesome, awesome coat in there too. Now that I remember. What is it? She put awesome coat in there coat. too. Oh, cool. That would be good, enough. girl. That would be enough. <laughs> Um, and it's in full sun. Yep. All right. Yeah, I think I'd get well. your I'd get your spinosad out and just give it a good okay. dose because it can deal with the small the small flies. It can deal with the little beetles and and the caterp- little caterpillars too. So okay. Let me ask you one more quick question. I have some Malbar spinach that's doing well. I have it on a little trellis next to a fence, and. Um, <clears throat> I noticed that the bottom leaves had some big holes in it about a week and a half ago, and I went out there one day, and it was a big black uh, caterpillar. So I went ahead and sprayed 
sprayed it with uh, a BT, my Malabar spinach. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm and I sprayed it twice, and I guess and it, you know it's just mainly the leaves that are close to the ground. I guess I need to keep up. I mean, can I keep spraying it with BT? I mean, I found the culprit, the caterpillar, and the black one. Done for. Was it I'm killed? Sorry? Was it killed? I killed it. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I know yeah, that that, the that worked. And so BT is okay to keep using on the Malabar. I mean, it's growing fine. I've got it on a little. Oh. Yeah. If you yeah, if you see any sy- every time you see a symptom like that, then go ahead and use the BT. It only okay. lasts for about five days or six days. Right. But uh, okay. and the Malabar's got enough leaf surface that it, you know It'll you can kind of watch easier. for the symptoms. It won't the caterpillar won't wipe it out like they would those little zinnias. Okay, great. Well, thanks for All the right. information. S- sounds good. All right. Good luck. All right, bye bye. All right, that'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I had to run out there and catch that. Man that asked a question, he came up on a. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't didn't go on the radio, but uh, he was wanting to know if deer would eat hibiscus. And I said, <coughs> "There's a stand of uh, more grande hibiscus in Hollywood Park, right down the street from Forest Appleton's house." And uh, the deer go by it all the time, and they never eat it. But when we tried it, I, th- I was thinking maybe more grande was, uh-huh. was deer resistant. So we, we got some potted plants and put them out in the front yard more of Forest Apple. And uh, they, more grande was the last one they ate. Okay. But they ate it. They ate it. But. Uh, so uh, what, 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 what did you. Then, uh, then, then, so he was he was upset about that because uh, he wanted to put a biscuit in the front yard, and uh, it dawned on me that uh, if he had deer, he said he lived right down the road here yeah. from uh, Milburn, uh that uh, Thrialis is deer resistant, and uh, Pride of Barbados and your Esperanza, yeah. You're, are you losing not, it? Not, you so, not so reliable as for oh. Alice. <laughs> I'll put it that way. In my Some neighborhood. Some neighborhood, um, they, yeah. won't eat as, they don't eat as far. Yeah. yeah, in my neighborhood, they don't eat it. I think Hollywood Park, they eat it. Oh, wow. Mine, mine is booming up a storm. Thrallis is right next to it. They don't eat that either. Yeah. But uh, Thrallis is on sale, too. Uh, yeah. And the Pride of Barbados, in my, they don't eat it in my neighborhood anymore. Which so it was real strange because yeah. I swear, ten, twelve years ago they did, but <laughs> now they just maybe they got tired of it. Well, my neighbor just planted it so it stares at me, you know, all just to remind me that <laughs> it they don't eat it here. And it just despite the fact that I told everybody they did. Yeah, and Thrialis is a Texas superstar. And it's on sale, three-gallon containers, and they've got some beautiful containers out there. Uh, 1999, Milton. 
Mm-hmm. That's right at twenty dollars. Close, but it's still not twenty dollars. No, uh, on sale for fourteen eighty-eight. So, uh, and that's you see uh, uh, when you see these plants that are on sale, you'll see how much it blooms. I mean, it's a solid bloom. Now, what I didn't ask him is uh, is uh, are they in the shade? Is it in the shade? That could be a problem. But he was excited to learn about Thrales. So it's worth my effort to go out there. Good. And I'm, I'm looking at uh, those are Pavonia right there, aren't they? Yeah. That's in the hibiscus family, I guess. So I guess the deer would eat those. But that's a good little plant, Pavonia. I was trying to think. I thought it was on our deer-proof list. But I may be wrong. It's been, we we yeah. haven't promoted it in a long time. <laughs> no. I, that, that's the first time I've seen them. Full sun and uh, pink. And it's uh, kind of an old-fashioned. It's not a stand-up tall kind of soldier plant. It's yeah, a, it's pink flowers. Yeah. Now it's, kind of, it's a nice ground cover for uh, full sun areas in the summer. Yeah. There was a a lady in Kerrville that uh, maybe she listens to us that uh, found a red pavonia in her backyard. And uh, I went over to see it, mm-hmm. I, and I saw it. It was red, whereas that one is pink. And I made a, made a mistake that uh, sometimes I make, I, I get over it after I make the mistake, is I didn't take cuttings. I didn't take no. pieces of it. Because she was intent on uh, getting it patented, Naming it after her mother, <laughs> and uh, and maybe making a little money off of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't want to get embroiled in that. Oh, okay. But uh, she grew. She ha- gave some cuttings to uh, the Ladybird uh, Wildflower Center, uh, and uh, they grew it up there. But when she decided to patent it with proven winners out of California uh, she took all the plants back so she had the only plants and uh, I've, uh, that's been four or five years ago at least Yeah. and I've not seen a red pavonia on the market so I don't know what happened hmm. so any of you any of you up in Kerrville that know who I'm talking about, tell them to give us a call. Now, in, in my younger days, I'd have got cuttings. Oh, okay. And saved it. But I guess I've lost it. Mm. Or we've lost it to the market. Mm. Because she wanted to make a little money off of it. And I explained to her that that was kind of hard to do. We've had several people call us wanting to make some money off of a plant material. And uh, that's pretty hard to do. How's the search for the white plumbago coming? <laughs> Should I ask? Uh, no. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210 
308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. They've got Sunisa out here. Yeah. And I think and the just... one I saw was uh, Lynn's Legacy. Lynn yeah. Lynn's Legacy. And it's in full bloom. It's, uh, they're, oh. they're in gallows. Uh, mine isn't. I've got the two Lynn's leg- Legacy, and uh, it's not blooming. What's Do you up? have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Can you come on the air with us and ask it? Okay, you'll do great. Here you go. I'm going to give you the microphone. You take that. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. And then tell us what you have and then pass the phone to Jerry. That's Jerry right there next to you. Can you tell from this picture what kind of tree this is? Let him look at it. All right, so Jerry will now grab the phone and look at the... That looks like a an oak. In in a, yeah. A, a, where, where is it? Is it here? It's in my backyard. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna pass it to Calvin. Okay, I think it's an oak. Which kind of oak? You know. Um. But is that good or bad, or is there? No, that's good. Oh, good. Okay. Do you have Do you have oak trees close to? Not that kind, but uh, in the area. You mean that it doesn't have that same kind of leaf? Yeah. Okay. That uh, a lot. We have of ta- mostly scrub oaks. Yeah. A lot of times, juvenile uh, leaves are bigger, can be bigger and and uh, different than the than the mother tree. Yeah, it looks. So looks I think like a, a squirrel Texas planted. Red oak. Yeah. yeah. Texas red oak. Yeah. Um, I, I agree, I agree are, with that. Those are sharp, right? Those uh, the leaf. It's not rounded. It's sharp. Yeah. yeah. Texas red uh, red oak, and it grows pretty fast. Oh yeah, yeah. They're coming up everywhere. I can't. We can't. I can't yeah, hear. Yeah, that's we have squirrels. Oh, okay. So yeah. they they help you plant yeah. them. Yeah, but uh, you can. Yeah, you can transplant them. Um, the littler ones might be easier to transplant, but even these in the fall you could, or in the winter you could transplant. December, January. Yeah. All righty. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for stopping by. Good job. Looks like you're in the edge of a forest there. Look at that. About six inches of leaves. You don't like the forest? All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Yolanda is on the line. Yolanda, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, thank you. I'm doing great. Good. Uh-huh. How can we help you? Okay, so I've noticed uh, two brown patches on the corners of my St. Augustine lawn. So what I did was I went in there and I pulled all the uh, brown grass out. Uh, so now it's all bare. It's on, you know, just dirt. So I'm wondering if I need to go by there and pick up some pieces of the St. Augustine grass and just put them on my, my the patch that I cleaned out. And did I do right by pulling all the brown stuff out, off? Um, well, where was this brown stuff? Was it along the... Uh, was it adjacent to a sidewalk or driveway? Yes, it's kind of close to a driveway, yes. One part okay. is close. One corner did it, part. Did, 
Uh, is it in the cor- corners of where the wa- well, sidewalk and the driveway meet? It's on the corner where just the driveway meets and and the sidewalk, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and what what we did put some of that Scott's uh, FX uh, fungus. Yeah. Uh, we did put some of that on there. Uh, where but, do, where do, where I do think, you live in where do you live in town? I live in the northwest part of town. In uh, you got rocky uh, subsoil? Mm, no, not really. No, we don't okay. live that far north. No. Well, my we live, my, uh, we live by the we live by the Jefferson area, Jefferson High School around there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the reason I ask where you live is uh, the soil may be thin like mm. that, and uh, that dries out that dries out the grass and makes it brown along the edges of the sidewalk and whatever. And you can't even if you have an automatic watering system, it's hard to water those uh, edges. Right. Uh, uh, that can also can be chinch bug. They're they're active at this time of the year, but uh, right. since you dug everything out, when when you were digging that grass out, did you hit rock? That no, for just two or three soil. inches, soil three two or three inches deep, huh? Yes. Well, see, we had a new sod uh, planted there like four years ago. So it's all okay. new sod on my yard, but okay. like last year, last year we did have some brown spots, but then they went away. So I'm thinking that maybe we're overwatering it. We do have an irrigation. Uh, no, it's, no, it's under it's underwatering if it's anything. Yeah, uh, we uh, assume we're talking about St. Augustine grass. Right, we are. Okay, now it's not. You don't have edging on it or anything where it would stop the water. No, at the, no. At the edge. No. Because that 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 you could have a you could have a. Oh no, we don't there. have edging. It's just from there it goes into the driveway. Yeah, but I'm also is. noticing like little little circular spots here and there some sometimes, like little circular, like fifty dollar. Yeah. I mean, a fifty cent piece. Uh, Little pieces of, of dry grass in the same area, and in more or less a few feet from that area. Okay. Uh, I, I'm but confused. you said you said you sprayed is. it. You spray, said you sprayed it with an insecticide, right? Yes, we did spray the uh, fungus uh, two weeks ago, but I think we didn't do it before the fact. We did it after the fact. So we didn't spray the fungus before uh, it turned brown. We did it two weeks ago. We went by by the store and we picked some up. But I was thinking of going by there tomorrow, but when I called, the girl said they wouldn't have any grass tomorrow. So she said, go by Monday. So we're thinking of going Monday. But my husband wanted to go meet you guys because he always listens to you guys. Okay, good. Bring some pictures. Yes, I do have. I do have pictures of it, and I'm just very 
I've already I've already gone into the website and I've looked for every possible thing I could think of, and there's so many things that could happen when the grass turns brown. So I'm so confused. I just don't know what to do anymore. And I don't want it to get worse because all the rest of my grass is so pretty and green and thick. I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Jerry now on the the edging with this. Our lawns have just really dried up, and those the edges will be by the driveway, sidewalks are the first to dry out, you know. And then the the chinch, chinch bugs, you uh, you can test it sometimes by just hand water right there, and if you do that generously, do it in a small area, a uh, couple days or three days, it should respond, but turn it green. Well, if you got chinch bugs, it won't. So you can tell the difference, but but I'll bet it's just a a reaction to the the heat that we're seeing. Uh, this oh, time, okay. since you've already dug it up, uh, come get some uh, sod, some sod uh, there. Right. There so you what go. do I need it's to put, put San Augustine before the sod? Before the sod, do I have to put? No, you don't have to put anything in there. Oh, okay. uh, what no, no. what I would recommend that you do is get a uh, get a, uh, uh, a sprinkler hose or what do they call those? Soaker hose. Soaker hose. Soaker hose. And okay. uh, after after you plant the grass, you're gonna be watering it anyway. Right. But put put that soaker hose all around the edges uh, of of uh, well, one will do it. And uh, right. water it with soaker hose instead of uh, the uh, your irrigation. Every time you run okay. your irrigation, or I, I don't say every time, maybe once a week. Right. Uh, we do it. Uh, we do it uh, twice, once a week, two times a day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But now that, that's on your lawn once it's established. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah, use on the on that soaker hose when you put that new sod down. You'll have to do it a little okay. more frequent. You got to be kind of okay. kind of generous. I mean, you you just barely turn it on, turn it on, but you run it for a long time. You know, okay. two three hours is not too long. Yeah. Because okay. it, it'll okay. it'll run off if it's close to the side. Well, that's true too. Yeah. Sidewalk. But it won't right. usually on a soaker hose. If you turn it on lightly, just like drip irrigation, it right. doesn't leave, leave enough well, water. So we have on. a little. We have a little wall before it goes into the sidewalk. There's a wall, a little wall, to the grass before it goes into the sidewalk. So hopefully that'll hold it up. But uh, should I cut? So there's a little more brown on there. Should I get an axe and just make a little perfect little square and put in the grass or? Is it okay if I leave a few little brown brown grass on there? Or do I have to take off all the grass, brown grass completely? I would I, I think you've done enough. Just put the put the new sod in there and uh keep it keep it moist and uh it should take over. And you, okay, and you spr- and you sprayed it right. with fungicide, didn't you tell us that? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. But another okay. thing is, on the other corner, where I had already pulled up 
well, before I pulled out the dead grass, I noticed a lot of that. I think it's is it Johnson grass that was grew in there. Now, uh, Johnson grass my, grows about four feet tall. <laughs> what is it? It would be maybe it's Bermuda. Yeah, it's Bermuda, Bermuda grass. Yeah, yes, right. that one took is kind of taking over that spot over there on the other side. Right. So will my Saint Augustine eventually take over that Bermuda? It will if you can uh, water it. Okay. And you mow it high. You don't. Okay. You don't want to mow it low. Okay. But okay, but I'll tell my husband to mow it high. Yeah, the the Bermuda grass is m- much more capable of dealing with r- droughty soil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you've been very Good helpful. Luck. So I, so I do not need to put any any kind of uh, uh, soil underneath. No. Before I put the yeah, you okay, don't need great, to put anything great. in there. Okay, Alrighty. Great. Okay. Thanks um, a bunch. Thank you so much. Yes, and hopefully we'll get to meet you soon. Yeah, come by and say hi to us. Good luck. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to millburgernursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. That's millburgernursery.com. That's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevard Road. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com. Caregiving is incredibly difficult and challenging for thousands of people caring for someone they love. It's a job that is demanding and often feels as if it's never-ending. Caregivers feel alone and lonely. That's where Caregiver SOS On Air comes to the rescue. This half-hour weekly program features nationally known gerontologist Carol Zerniel and attorney and veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron. Ooh, that's me. Caregiver SOS On Air, Saturday mornings at 7.30 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. 
If something is free, it means it comes without cost, right? Not so when it comes to free speech in growing numbers of areas. Remember when it was said that free speech doesn't include crying fire in a crowded theater when there is no fire? We're way beyond that exception now. In Berkeley, California, the home of the free speech movement of the 1960s, the city council voted unanimously to eliminate gender references in its law books. No more he and she pronouns. This presumes male and female genders and the person may identify as something else and you might offend that person if you presume the way they look or dress demonstrates they're male or female. Here's how the New York Times reported the story. Manhole will be replaced with maintenance hole. Sisters and brothers will be replaced with siblings, and he or she will be banished in favor of they, even if referring to just one person. This is what happens with a culture that's too prosperous, too self-indulgent, and too focused on perverted things instead of the God who made us male and female. Berkeley won't be the end of it. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Next Thursday, you will be caught in an extreme flash flood. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. Talk to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. Get started today at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Some beach. There's a big umbrella casting shade over an empty chair. Palm trees are growing and warm. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Well, we got a second. Uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210. 210- 308-8867. But let me tell you about some of the things that are being featured this week on sale. Uh, perennials, one-gallon container, 40% off. That includes uh, Texas super, superstars like Pentas, Salvias, Dwarf Mexican Petunia, Lantana, Plumbago, and much, much more. Uh, so they're on sale in the one-gallon now. They were $6.99. They're now $4.18. That's a great price. Angelonia uh, in a four-inch pot, $0.98 cents each. Sinisa. Yeah. Uh, including Compact, uh, Green Cloud, Rio Bravo, White Cloud, and more. Now on sale in the three and five gallon containers for $16.88. Uh, Theralis is on sale. Gold Star Esperanza. Uh, 40 pound bags of uh, compost peat are on sale too. And uh, Millburgers Landsca- or Landscapers Pride uh, Potting Soil is on sale in the 40-pound bag for just three eighty-eight. So uh, lots of things uh, being featured this week. Lots of things that we've talked about, like the Theralis or the Gold Star Esperanza or the yeah. Sinisa that we've all talked about. We haven't talked about the Angelonia. I remember that. A, yeah, that's a, a, pretty. Yeah, and that's out there toward the yes, uh, parking lot that you've seen. It's out there. Okay. We have a full bloom. The summer snapdragon? They look like snapdragons? Yeah. Okay. Uh, comes in white, pink, purple, and lavender. So, uh, yeah, that's a good plant. I mentioned that I would tell you when the blood drive was coming up. Um, that's coming up at Millburgers on the 17th of August from uh, 10 to 1.30 here at Millburgers. And uh, 
We'll tell you more as we get closer, but go to you can go now, I believe. I'll check it out to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and reserve your spot, uh, which does two things. It helps you uh, because you're locked into a time, and it helps the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center because they know how many folks to, uh, how many buses and things to bring to the nursery. So go to the uh, website. I'll check that out in a minute. Uh, as soon as I'll throw it to Jerry and check it out. But 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. I want to thank uh, Dennis, oh, my, yeah. my, our, our Crack reporter. Uh, reporter in Austin, for sending me some roach information. Yeah, he sounds like you may have been wrong. What do you mean wrong? <laughs> you, you said I think you said roaches don't carry any diseases. Uh, According to Dennis's Dennis, research, Dennis, the first sentence in there is: uh, cockroaches can carry a wide range of diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a wide reservoir of bacteria like uh, Salmonella and Streptococcus, and virus like the polio virus, mm-hmm. can survive in their digestive system for months to years after being ingested into their body. I don't. I don't think mine has. Been. I haven't noticed. Yeah, I haven't your, noticed. Your roaches are clean. Am I mean, clean? Clean. Ro- I mean, <laughs> cockroaches are known to consume just about anything from food droppings. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell everybody: keep the food droppings on the floor to feces. Now I flush my feces, so I, I don't guess they're uh, collecting that, right? I, I'm not a roach expert. We would have to ask Spider-Man. <laughs> a res- the reservoir of bacteria can even be passed through the cockroaches in their droppings. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, that's a problem. Yes. I, oh. have, I have seen droppings. Okay. The diseases that are carried by cockroaches are transmitted to human beings when the cockroaches vomit. Or defecate on food. Yeah, that's a... That's why you keep your food put up. This is what you're going to end the show with? That later gets consumed. Yeah. By the way, while he finds his place, uh, (laughs) South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, the the, uh, blood drive is up on the website, uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center dot com. So... It's donateforlife.com, donating, donatingforlife.com. I'll send that to Al, too. Uh, but, yeah, you can uh, you can find it. It's already on there for the 17th, so you can make Good. the reservations. On top of spreading diseases. Yeah, we went through. Cockroaches have also been associated with allergies. Okay, that's interesting. I think giving these cockroaches a hard, <laughs> a pretty tough I think you're being paid deal. by Big Roach. They cause salmonella, food poisoning, causes diarrhea, fever, and abdominal cramps within 12 to 72 hours. I've had all of that. Yeah. I had Crohn's. Maybe got it from a cockroach. Maybe so. 
Symptoms are generally mild but can be severe, especially for those with a compromised immune system. That's me. Uh, And he lists several other things that... uh, one one thing that bacteria that they recommend uh, or list normally lives in the intestine of people and animal and some types can cause illness with diarrhea. That's Crohn's. Well, that's describing. Crohn's. Did you have a question? You can save us from this conversation. Can we ask it on the air? Here, grab the mic. It'll be on the air. Oh, it's easy. You'll be. You'll be. You'll do great. We'll give it to you. We just have about a couple minutes, though. So, which what you got there? Okay, you just, you just, right. you don't, you just talk, you talk right in it there. Okay. What variety of tomatoes are you recommending for fall planting? Aha. Uh-huh. Well, Great question. <laughs> Good question. So, everything you see here. <laughs> yeah. Basically, every every plant we've got out there is a. Uh, is a rodeo tomato, but uh, this first one that Calvin mentioned in his uh, uh, this week in the garden is called uh, HM eighty eight forty nine. That's this. That's this year. All right, all right. We're going to begin to see uh, uh, to begin to wrap up. Thank you so much for coming up. If you you want to keep talking to him, just keep talking to him. That's fine. I'll just pot down the mics. So anyway, so we will say uh, goodbye for today. We want to thank Al back at the station doing a great job. And, of course, we want to thank you for listening and being a part of the show. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow back here at Millburgers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.